You're listening to Money Talks. I'm Troy Harmon here with DJ Barker and Jarrett McKenzie. I didn't call you names this time. No, you can calm down. All right, let's jump into some financial stuff, which, uh, you know, talking about market-changing things is financial all day long. Uh, but we did want to get to this uh, situation we uh, quite often run into. Uh, Jan and George, um, they're in the RMD phase of their life. Basically, they've gotten to the point where, I, you know, they saved a lot of money in 401Ks, um, and what happens when you get to uh, 70 and a half, you are forced to take your money from those. Right. Uh, and, and the government decides just how much. So the bigger your account, the more money you have to take. Uh, Jan and George have decided that, um, you know, they want to make sure that they stay on the right side of the law because there are significant penalties if you don't take your RMD in the right amount and at the right time. So sure. um, they're running into cases where they got a whole lot of cash on their hands. Now, th- there's a lot of ways to get around this, but I thought maybe since um, since they're talking about ways to make sure um, that, that their savings are insured, uh, that we could discuss uh, kind of ways to do that. We could probably explore ways that they could, number one, avoid having to take those RMDs so big at the end of the game they could have probably taken some of the money out earlier along sure. and uh, and paid some tax um but but we'll cover that piece last um what do you guys think about this i, I guess the first one is if you're going to put it in a bank account you got to make sure you got limits uh on your your cash is under the limits of the fdic insurance yeah right? well as far as insurance goes that's certainly going to be you know your main consideration is breaking it up appropriately so that it does remain under those limits but you know there, there are a lot of ways to go about protecting assets particularly ones at a time like this and while that that could certainly uh be one of the ways in which you might go about doing that is just holding the fixed income like we would do um there there are other ways to consider it as well now not many that's going to give you insurance I mean, you, you don't get that just with any investment. Uh, in fact, you know, those those bank deposits um, is really going to be one of your only ways to achieve that. Anything else that you go and invest in, regardless of how conservative or volatile it may be, um, you know, you, you're not going to get insurance. We do have people ask us that uh, sometimes when, when they come and say, what kind of uh, guarantees or insurance can you make me? And, and maybe that comes from the, the annuity conversations they've had with, with others. But truly, when you're talking about market uh, securities like this, you're not going to be able to go about it in a, a lot of different ways uh, aside from that FDIC insurance, and that's going to be limited. Uh, so for people like like uh, Jan and George here, I mean, that is certainly a place to start. But again, you're going to run out of that at some point. And so maybe, you know, after the break, we can kind of talk about some other ways to consider going about protecting some of this and, and maybe not from an insurance standpoint, but making sure that you, you do protect the principal. Before we left, uh, Jarrett, you were talking about uh, Jan and George and their unique situation. They're taking RMDs. They got cash on hand. But I mean, there are there's nothing that says that you have to take your RMD in cash, right? Right. And a lot of folks don't. You know, we, we move securities and make sure that there's enough cash if they want to make a withholding. But so long as you're moving a security that's valuable enough to cover that that requirement from your IRA, then that's fine too. But if you are moving it in cash and are looking for insurance, you are going to need to look for FDIC-insured products because that is the only way you truly get insurance. Uh, otherwise, with, with investments, and like we were talking about during the break, there, there's no insurance for that. There right. is also yeah. what they call SIPC insurance. That's the 
Securities Investor Protection Corporation. That's in the event of a brokerage failure. So if, if the company that you own securities through goes down, you would have some insurance in that regard too. But in no way would you be insured on the investments declining in value. And so if, if you want to go beyond and look for other ways at protecting your assets uh, beyond just those FDIC insured uh, ways, then like we said, treasuries are good. That's a risk-free asset, right? I mean, sure. if yeah. something happens and to those, we've got some bigger problems. Yeah, but that doesn't right. say that, uh, I mean, you, you would get your principal back when the thing matures, but sure. it doesn't say that the, the price doesn't decline, right? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, there, this probably could lead into a, to a huge discussion about the difference between a bond and a bond fund. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you buy a bond, uh, say you put $100,000 into a bond, um, as long as you bought it at par, the issue price, uh, you're going to get that $100,000 back as long as the issuer doesn't default, right? Yep. And there is a, a risk of that, um, unless, again, you you own the printing press, which is the case with a treasury, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, well, The big kicker there is maturity date, right? One's right. got it, one's don't. And, and that's what you're looking for. Right, right yeah. And and what you're referring to is a bond fund. So if you've got a bond fund, it's a portfolio of bonds. Uh, the price does fluctuate given market conditions. Uh, when uh, yields, interest rates increase, um, you're going to see the price of that bond fund decline. Uh, if you bought the bond itself, as I said, the principal that you put in, uh, you're going to get that back. So so your cash flows are better known if you're buying a specific bond relative to buying a bond fund, because who knows what it's going to mature at. It's kind of like a stock. You know, the price fluctuates uh, given whatever market conditions are. Um, You you mentioned earlier you could buy an annuity. So what is an annuity? It's a a contract from an insurance company. The insurance company promises to pay you uh, based on sometimes market conditions as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can have an indexed annuity that even tracks the stock market, and they'll try to tell you that – it's going to give you returns based on the S&P 500. Well, based on and like the S&P 500 are significantly different things. Yeah. <laughs> and right. and they, they can even tell you that it's guaranteed. Hey, guess what? Mm-hmm. What's it guaranteed by? It's guaranteed by the full faith and credit of the insurer. Sure, yep. So uh, let's, let's think about something else. We just talked about bonds, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the unique... Uh, differences between a bond and an annuity is the fact that you can sell a bond anytime you wanted to. And guess what? Uh, It might fluctuate in price relative to where you bought it because of market conditions, but it's still going to be a lot more liquid than the annuity. There's not going to be penalized. Right. Yeah. Surrender charges. Mm -hmm. uh, And guess what? Why do insurance people like to sell annuities? Because there's huge commissions. Mm -hmm. Um, They get paid really well to sell those uh, those annuities. Yep. So, uh, you know, for for uh, a, a slight commission, uh, if any, you <laughs> can buy you can buy a bond issued by the same insurance company. Um, you can receive the coupon, which is a contractual obligation again of the insurance company. You can see, receive the principal at the end of the game, or if you needed to sell it somewhere along the way, guess what? You can sell it. Yeah. You're not going to be dinged. Uh, for the for the uh, hard-earned cash that you've right. uh, worked so hard to save, so um, you know there's there's various ways. To be honest with you, there's there's very few uh, guarantees in finance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You, you, the the investor takes on the risks of the investment, so it's good to understand exactly what you're dealing with. But in uh, Jan and George's case, 
uh, there's lots of ways around uh, worrying about whether or not the cash is covered. Now, we do uh, recommend that uh, that you're mindful of um, FDIC in, insurance uh, limits. Right. What is it? Two hundred. Two hundred fifty per person. Yeah. I remember person per back account. before two thousand eight, yep. it was a hundred thousand. Right. So folks started wanting to take some of their money out of the markets and put it in a cash account at a bank, and uh, banks were Quickly. falling left and right. The insurance limits rose. If you have a joint account, so you know you open an account in you and your wife's name, or you and a partner, whomever it might be, mm-hmm. um, you get a four hundred thousand dollar limit. If I'm not five hundred, two fifty per person, yeah, okay. per person. So it's two fifty per. Uh, and see there, I learned something on the show today. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, well, you definitely want to be conscious of those because people, you know, even as you, you accumulate more assets and those accounts become more valuable and those that cash accumulates, maybe you own dividends in those accounts and stuff as well. Yeah. It can it can easily get above that. So if you're looking for true insurance, you need to be mindful of those those limits. Uh, because they can easily go beyond that. But and accounts. I mean, you can't just have if you have if you think that well, each account is valued at two fifty. So if I have two individual brokers or two individual checking accounts at the same bank, mm-hmm. it's two hundred fifty thousand in the bank, right? So it's not multiple accounts at the same institution. You know, you really have to think about if you're sitting on that much cash, there's probably a better place for it, and don't just have many different accounts titled exactly the same at the same institution. Yeah. Right. Uh, one thing I would warn folks about, a lot of times around here we buy uh, certificates of deposit mm. for individual clients. So if you're out there just finding the best yield and and knowing that uh, it does have that FDIC insurance, which is an absolute must if you're buying certificates mm-hmm. of deposit. Now, the ones that we buy are traded securities, meaning that, again, you know, your money's not locked up. You could sell the, the CD in, in the secondary market at any given time. Um, but uh, make sure that if you buy a long list of CDs that you're not duplicating right. the same name, because quite often the same bank will offer, you know, a, a significantly higher yield than somebody else. Uh, you know, if you're sure. looking at a similar maturity uh, you always want to get the highest yield in that regard, and, right. and they are probably among the most attractive yielding uh, fixed income investments uh, that we've seen in the market over the last four or five years, maybe even longer than that. So, um, you know, there's quite a few things to be mindful of, but uh, making sure that your cash, at least, is insured is is probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, Jarrett, you uh, you hit on some really good points. Let's endeavor to cover those Money Talks. We get back. We'll be right back. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. 
Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.